guess if I can't. Shit. No, we're recording. We're actually recording now. Well, it's been a while. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we were on hiatus for s- 10 weeks or 6 weeks or 4 weeks because um, I couldn't quite figure out the micro card in the... I'm lying. You're I'm lying. lying. Why lying. are you lying? I'm lying. Why are you opening with a lie I just after all this I'm time? I'm trying to protect my ego and the fans. Well, we should have recorded before leaving London oh, and coming to Australia yes, because yeah. normal people who podcast and utilize this as a platform to promote what they're doing on tour, that's what they would have done. But we didn't bother doing that. We didn't. We, no. We, were, we decided to rely on word of mouth about our talent and skill and no posters no, no flyers. flyers. Well, no, we have flyers. No, we'll, so we'll get we into that. have. We don't we'll have anything. Uh, you have something that l- looks like a crackhead made it, which is apt because your show is called Mark's Crack House. So, um, but no, it's very nice. I'm sorry, I'm being mean. I mean, it is. It is a hilarious flyer. It's probably the best flyer I've ever seen. Thank you. Thank no, you. I, I, I do actually mean that. It's. It's. Um, what is it? Okay, so it, like, imagine. Imagine somebody's at a computer for the first time. Well, it's on my Instagram if uh, anyone from the uh, podcast... Yeah, but I'll describe it. I'll describe describe it too. So imagine somebody's at a computer for the first time. It was my first time on a computer, but it always feels like my first time at a computer. And they printed... They printed it out on a regular piece, a a white printer White paper. paper. Not not even like a thick, you know, like quality kind, but just like, you know, your regular old run-of-the-mill. Like you can crumple it with one hand... And not worry about it, kind. And yeah, recyclable paper, I think it's called. And it says Mark's Crack House, um, Crack the Irish Crack, C R A I C. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know the letters, you know, in a in a wacky in a wacky way. I in used. a wacky way, we have uppercase, lowercase, yeah. uppercase, lowercase. Like, like I'm that. a bit on the edge of sanity. I'm trying to create a vibe. You know, yeah, fun. Edge. It just it's a late night show. It says late then night. Then it says late night stand up. Now it's ten thirty, but I guess for Adelaide that would be late. That's late. And then underneath it says the fourth and fifth of March, but those dates are incorrect, so they're crossed out in pen. In pen. In pen on every single one of them. On every single one of them, and then the correct dates, the third and fourth of March, are are written. And the time is correct. Um, you don't have the address on here, but you do have what the venue is. Yes. Um, so it's the library at Ayer's house. Yes. Um, there is a QR code, which you would think if you can make a QR code, surely you could have gotten the dates correct it's for your own show. I was surprised I was able to do that part as well. Yeah. And then it says in parentheses, my stand-up is better than my computer skills. Which is true. And then written in pen to the left of of this uh, art, it says free joke on the back. You know, and then I'm going to just turn this one over that I'm holding. And it says, uh, what did they find under Michael Jackson's bed? And, you know, uh, presumably the person reading this would go, what? And then it says Billy's jeans. So That's pretty good, isn't it? That, did you come up with that? I can't tell you for sure. I don't think so. I've got a lot of jokes. So stolen jokes. Stolen no, jokes no, written no, on no, the back. No, 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 no. Street jokes that are for everyone and a few of my own jokes. There's one in there that's my own joke. What one? That, this that one? I, you know, I think I picked up one that's your own joke. Yeah. It says, how do you stop a dog shagging your leg? Suck his dick. That might so, be a street joke as well. But uh, oh, okay. Not your what joke. That, what's the next one say? What's brown and sticky? A stick. A stick. LOL. Sometimes I wake in the dead of night screaming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one? this one doesn't have a joke. Okay, put that to the side. It needs to put Wait, a joke on that. It says this festival has been a financial mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Okay, so that's Mark's show. So I think we should open promoting it because um, zero tickets sold for tomorrow. But it's a Friday tomorrow. But uh, seven tickets sold for Saturday. So I mean, if you were 
a fan of the podcast and <laughs> you live in Adelaide. Or you know someone. Oh, no, if you know someone. Actually, in Australia. If you know someone in Australia. If you know, you know someone. someone. And, and or, you know, if you know someone you don't like, send them there too, right? Like, yeah. it doesn't really matter. You doesn't can really just, matter. if you're like, oh, that doesn't sound good based on what I heard about the Flyers, you, you could just send them there. I'm, I'm not going to be there um, because I'm going to be doing my own show, which incidentally not selling much better than mark's show um i don't i, I think it's uh, a bit of the, the time i don't think this is a late night festival my my show time's 10 o'clock this is a real this is a, fa- a festival for um i think for artsy people if you say if you say a bad word i'm stopping recording right no, now. no no i was gonna say for people who are into is it called cabaret Cabaret. Cabaret, yeah. Everyone it seems to be really into cabaret. And circus. And this town and circus and autism. Yeah, and, and, and then the, to be fair, there's plenty of people who aren't, but they're into drinking. There's colors. Yeah, the drinking people aren't going to shows. But they're just they're just drinking, you know. It, it's kind of, to be honest, it feels like sort of a glorified state fair. There's a lot of um there's like rides. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of little gypsy areas where they sell uh that's not the right word. There's a lot of food trucks. Would you call it food trucks? Yeah, there's food trucks. You know, I don't know. You know, w- once you lived in New there's York a lot of City, colors. you're like there's this a lot is of colors, just fabrics. This is just like Mott Street when they close it down on a Sunday. A lot of men you know, in, a, in a lot of summer. men in makeup, a lot of men wearing makeup. Yeah. So it's real hip th- uh, for the cool kids, but uh, not not a lot of people actually come to comedy. I don't think. No, no. People and seem to c- come and watch uh, d- the dancers and the circus people during the daytime, and maybe bring yeah. their kids. Oh yeah, kids shows are banging here. Um, so my show is uh, it's an hour of me doing stand up. I've been using the same name for a while. It's not exactly the same show, but you know, whatever. It's you girl, you nasty. It it. You know, it attracts who it's going to attract, and it's at 10 o'clock at the Laugh Lounge. You know, um, I scared seven people last night. It was good. It was good. I thought they probably Um, had a good time. And I'm doing it through Sunday. Mark's show is just on Friday and Saturday, though. Friday and Saturday. But incidentally, we're doing a split show together called Married at First Fight. Marketing genius. That's basically going to... uh, save our festival which is too bad because if if you thought if every other show could at least break even maybe we'd uh, make some money but alas basically the ones we tried that that have we have material well, for tried is a tried, stretch tried is a stretch here's the thing though and and it, well i'm gonna plug one more show then then i've also learned that people in australia don't don't like women because um they don't like women filthy here. funny females which you know basically sold out in edinburgh has Done poorly. Um, and, uh, you know, but it's at six o'clock. They like men dressed as women. They, they do like men dressed as women. They don't like actual real women no, not when real it comes women. down to but, it. But, um, but our show, Married at First Fight, we've got one show left. So if you want to check that out, that's at 7.30 tomorrow, which is a Friday, um, at Ayer's house. Filthy Funny Females is on for the next two days at six o'clock, also at Ayer's house. Um but this is what I will say about us, which I, you know, I don't know. You know, a lot of these, a lot of these shows or whatever, I, I, I've realized without seeing any, but like I've heard people talk about their own shows. You know, there's uh, not all of them, but like a lot of them have like, oh, a PowerPoint, you know what I mean? Or like fucking music cues or whatever the fuck, you know? A dance routine. Yeah, the whole thing. And like we rock up to Ayer's house like last weekend, which was, was a, you know, we had sold like 50 tickets, which, you know. For a show we didn't even talk about. By New York City standards, incredible. By any of these festival standards, people are like, oh, you know, I mean, I, I guess because this is going so poorly for everybody. They're like, that's good. But like, like the room seats like 120. So, you know, whatever. You get the idea. But we rock up like five minutes before showtime. And I see the staff is stressed out. Now, mind you, we've done one before. So it's like we get there. And we go in and we each grab the mic and we're just like, check, check, you know, and it, like, and then the guy running the show, you know, the, the whole place, he's like, okay, so how much time do you guys need? And I was like, let him in, <laughs> like, you know, and he was like, oh my God, you guys are so easy because um, we just uh, show up and are funny. And it's, it's amazing to me, the amount of not just like shows, but just comedians in general. And I'm not, I'm not going to name names. 
but who are such a fucking pain in the ass. Like I, I run shows, such a pain in the ass to deal with and work with. And I'm like, meanwhile, you know, you and I, I don't want to say struggle to get booked, but to some degree, yeah, because we're not like waving any people's faces being like, look at me, look at me, look at me. But I've dealt like the the shit I've dealt with just in terms of comics, you know, and their endless fucking needs just to, so they can go up there and be mediocre is remarkable. Do you feel better? No. Oh. Why would I feel better? I'm gonna I feel better. I think it's like a you know podcasting has a therapeutic aspect. No, well you know oh, what no, it we is? do it no, more if it th- did. This is this is why I don't feel better because I clearly haven't accepted <clears throat> the way things are fully yet. There's moments of it. There's like there's a you know small slivers of light where I'm like oh yeah this is just a fucking nightmare and I've accepted it and I'm at peace with that. Sometimes I'm like that. Other times I'm not like that. You know. Um, and right now, so no, I don't feel better because it, it's hard to accept. It's nearly done. It is nearly done. And uh, um, anyway, Catherine's sensitive because she had she was diagnosed with HIV in okay. Perth, and it really put a dampener on. Sorry, we have a lot of catching up to do. We I do know, have a lot of catching up to we, do. We've actually been transversing. Is that the word? Traversing. Traversing. Uh, transversing. Whatever. Jesus. I'm just trying to be fucking. I'm trying to get it funny. <laughs> yeah, oh, stop it. Um, the whole of Australia, not the whole of Australia, but the whole West Coast to the south, and. Uh, she actually came out, came, she got like a medieval disease in her mouth. Would you like to describe to the listeners what exactly went down? A medieval disease. It seemed like a medieval disease. You know, more more people... She just got healthy maybe in the last few days. Yeah. So, fine. We are sure. lucky peoples. We have good timing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... um. It was like the first week of the festival... I'll try. I want to. I want to say every detail, and then I'll. But I'll try to condense it. I was. I was feeling. I got home one night, and my mouth kind of hurt. And no, it wasn't from all the was dicks it, I was sucking. Was, ah, was like because women talk so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because we be shopping. That's why my mouth hurt. And then you talk to the, the cashier. No, I suck them off so I can get all my shit for free. Why do you have to go blue? Why do you have to go blue? That's a problem. Keep it clean, please. Okay. So my mouth hurt. And then I, I was like super hot in the night. Like just like not, not, you know, physically. We know I'm beautiful. No, I'm kidding. I don't know what I'm saying. So anyway, I woke up the next day and I felt like shit. But um, I went to go do the shows because it was Saturday. And I was like... Like, I didn't have a temperature. I didn't have COVID. I was, like, hot but cold, but, like, I, you know, and I just felt insane. And my mouth kind of hurt, and I didn't feel like eating. And, and then my the next day, Sunday, my body just began, ache, like, it was aching so much I could hardly move. And I was just sort of, like, laying on a couch all day. I canceled my show. So here's, I, I'm going to, you know... Here's the tragic thing about stand-up comedy is like if you're going to do this professionally, there's a variety of ways to do it. None of them are really um, ideal. And uh, one of them is the festival circuit. So you're kind of at the mercy to whatever these festivals want to do with you. So I'm going to just – I'm in – we will do Perth Fringe again because you don't have another option. However, I'm going to say what they do to us because it, it's like – it's bullshit is I'd say the best word for it. Um, you know, they take a registration fee, which is, you know, for each show, which is like, you know, I guess reasonable enough. But then um, Perth Fringe very specifically charges you a percentage of tickets you sell. Now, they don't do besides putting you on a website and in a book and, you know, offering, quote unquote, networking opportunities uh, they, they don't like promote you and on their website unless you've paid to be in one of their hub venues, in which case if you're in a hub venue, they take 50% of your profits um, in addition to a percentage of tickets you sell. So I wasn't in a hub venue because I don't have the kind of money to put up front to do that. And I also know that being in a hub venue get, guarantees nothing more. Uh, you know, Even though they try to pretend like it does, it doesn't. It doesn't mean people are going to buy more of your tickets. But um, so, for example, my tickets are $25, which I know sounds like a lot anywhere else but Australia, but it, that's reasonable for Australia. They take $5 per ticket that I've sold for me pushing my own show. And then uh, the venue I was in, which, you know, is reasonable because you're in a venue, you're in a space, they take 20% of tickets sold. 
totally reasonable amount really so because at the end of my season um the fringe took 999 dollars of my ticket sales so they take part of my ticket they've taken my registration and they charge an amount from uh like a, a ticketing fee for from the the patron as well so they've they've rounded that up that is for them and then they hold your money which then accrues interest in their bank account so then they take that interest for themselves as well um and this is you know this is what they do to artists so my venue got seven hundred dollars for me running uh eight shows reasonable yep. you know what i mean totally totally reasonable happy with that um they got more than my venue psychotic so i'm just pointing that out because when i decided to cancel my first show because i couldn't move and i'd only sold three tickets she looked like the little girl in the exorcist i looked like the girl in the exorcist but like grown up you know and like not a virgin anymore you know what i mean it's like so like gross like gross whore you know whatever anyway 19 days no room bed what 19 days 19 hours a day in bed. Um. Oh, yeah. I was sleeping all night. I was sleeping all day. I was like, I don't know what's going on. This, And I mean, mind you, we're only in the Sunday. I emailed them to cancel because I'd sold three tickets. So I was like, you know what? It's not even worth the bus fare because I, I'm not even going to do a good show. They're like, oh, like, we'll kindly remind you it's it's $30 to cancel. I thought it was more. Well, no, this is it is more. They generously offer you to cancel your first show for $30. Any show thereafter is $50 to cancel plus a percentage of all the tickets you sold for that show, like a dollar something. So what ended up happening was on Monday, I woke up after thinking like, okay, I've slept all day Sunday, whatever. I'll be fine to, to start performing again uh i think when, when on thursday i woke up i had sores in my mouth like open sores all over my mouth all over my gums the roof of my mouth all over my tongue i was like what the fuck i thought they were canker sores you know it's like um, a sailor disease from hundreds of years ago yeah and like to be clear i'd never had a cold sore they didn't look like cold sores they but they were starting to form on my lips and i and, and i was like what the fuck is going on and uh i started taking paracetamol you know we went to a, a pharmacist and just and they were like oh yeah you know you might need to go to a doctor to see if it improves i, I was rubbing salt into them because that's what people on fucking reddit said to do to get rid of canker sores you know and it was sort of working but not really but i felt but i was starting to feel kind of better physically but like my my mouth was getting crazier. So fast forward to Wednesday, it's not better. And I have to do an hour on Thursday and I have to MC a show on the weekend. And I'm sitting there thinking like, I'm stressed out because I'm thinking about the what the fringe will take from me because they already have my money for the registration. So I'm like, well, they're going to fuck me because I've actually sold tickets. So I have to get better. I have to, I have to do these shows. Otherwise, uh, financially, uh, you know, corrupt basically just just screwed so i go to a doctor and I, i'll name it scarborough medical clinic what, you, scarborough we don't beach know, medical clinic we, what? Don't, we don't know the uh slander, i know her name slander, but i'm not gonna slander laws in uh, this country well that's where i went oh yeah you're telling the truth continue yeah so i go there and uh on the bright side they see me very quickly oh, do you think that was quick i don't think it was quick I guess it was quick I, for I'm America. From America, from American so like standards, from, it was quick. As far as I'm concerned, that was quick, you know. Um, but I had to pay like eighty dollars American money, sixty, forty pounds, whatever. You know, again, from America standpoint, you're like, oh my god, that's a deal, you know. Um, and I see this this woman who probably, and I, I, you know, at first when I saw her, I was like, I hope it's the nurse. And then I was like, look, you're being ageist. She's she's older, so she, she probably looked like knows she might a have lot. been on the first boat that got here. You know, yeah, 1860s. I was like, she probably very wise. She's probably the wisest doctor here. I don't think so. Go on. No, well, oh, you don't think so now? Yeah. So I sit down and I tell her all this shit that I just told you. I sh I try to show her my mouth, and she's like, "Oh, you got a virus." And I'm like, "Well, that much I I I, I would gather, you know." And um, she was like, "You know, you're just gonna have to wait it out." And I'm like, what? And then she was like, you know, I'll prescribe you this medicine, this topical medicine for herpes. And then I was like, oh, okay. I was like, you know, I, and I told her this, like at the beginning, I was like, I've never had a cold sore. So are you saying I have herpes? You know, cause that this would be new. And it's pretty, it's pretty aggressive and it's 
inside of my mouth on my gums. You know what I mean? Like I can't eat. I, I could hardly drink. I needed a straw to drink water. And I was, it was it, when every time I drank water, it was like being punched in the face. And she was like, no, I, I actually, I don't know if you have herpes. And I was like, well, if I put this herpes medication on something that you don't know if it's herpes or not, what's going to happen? She's like, nothing. And I'm like, Okay, so we're just going to throw shit at the wall. That's fine. This is as good as me rubbing salt in them. Um, and then she prescribed me an antibiotic that she said may or may not work. And then I was like, well, what should I do about eating? And she's like, well, you know, just try soft foods. And I was like, yeah, no shit. What do you think I've been... You know, ice cream. And I'm like, did you just fucking tell me to eat ice cream? You know, she's like, if it's the only thing you can eat, just eat ice cream. And I'm like, that doesn't... I was like, am I a doctor? I feel like I'd give better advice than this. So I go home. I start taking this antibiotic. A day passes or whatever. I guess this was Tuesday, not Wednesday. That's For context, it's in the mid-30s outside. It's very, yeah. In the it's a desert. It's a desert. The weather, weather is beautiful. I thought I'd had heat exhaustion initially. Um, yeah, and so, so this was actually Tuesday, not Wednesday, because then Wednesday happens, and then my show date comes around, and I'm fucking stressed out because my mouth got worse. It got significantly worse, and at this point, I can hardly, like, I'm pouring yogurt down my throat because that's the only thing I can eat, and I'm, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I have to go in and do these shows because I will be crippled financially if I don't, so... You know, shout out to a couple people because where you see that there's like no good in the world, then you do see good in the world. I don't remember his last name, but Russell, the sound tech at The Craft, helped me find people um, to do my show, to do my hour, like perform on my hour without me having to pay them. Because again, you can't, the whole point of me doing the hour is that I get the money, so I can't afford to now start paying a lineup show because I'm already hemorrhaging money on my other lineup show. So Russell, you know, so shout out to Russell at the craft. Shout out to He Huang, uh, Ha Huang. That's how, yeah, I, I always fuck it up because I'm from America and that's what we do best. Um, Grant Mouchette, uh, fucking Matt Watson, I, I forget the name of the, uh, on the last day I had to do the show, I was probably in the worst because at that point it had broken out all over my lips. So I look like I shouldn't be outside. I look diseased. So shout out to the, the Scottish dude and his wife who also did spots and Mark who did spots on my show. They did spots and then I got up and I, you know, would eke out somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes, tell everybody that I had a mouth disease, which... I only found out what it was because when I went to MC my all-female show, because again, I can't cancel because I'm terrified of all the money they're going to take from me. I meet this female comic who was booked on my show named Jill Cornder, and uh, she looks, takes one look at me, and she's like, you have shingles. And I was like, what? And I start looking it up, and every single symptom that I told that doctor that I had and she was like, you, you just have a virus, was in fact shingles. And she was like, she's like, you must be in so much pain. And I was like, you have no idea. And like, so a couple things. I'm the hardest comedian on the face of the fucking planet because I did all, I emceed shows and did, and did time with shingles, open sores all over my face and mouth. And then I go to a doctor and I say to this new doctor, I have shingles. She gives me a medication and it starts clearing up immediately. So... I don't know. Do I become a doctor? Do I just help people with shingles? I, I don't know. So anyway, thank you, Jill. You, you're like a fucking hero. Um, I had shingles all over my face and somehow performed stand-up comedy because uh, uh, Perth Fringe would rather have money than make sure that artists are taken care of. Um, and that was Perth. I was basically uh, sleeping all day and all night for 10 days. I eventually... You had a little bit of fun at the start and you had, had one day at the, at the end maybe? Yeah, I don't remember that fun day. Oh, yes, when I got to eat solid food again. That was a good day. Um, when, when my first... I mean, Mark and I, 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 on the second to last day, I... Uh, well, at some point, I discovered I could eat refried beans, right? Yeah, yeah, so that's mush. That's yeah, Mexican could, baby food. And, yeah, and, and I, if you melt cheese in it correctly and, you know, mix a little sour cream, I could, I could just sort of, again, like, shovel it down my gullet and then one night, Mark, well, that night that I discovered it, he, for some, because he's a snack monster, he decided to eat what was left in the can, but then throw the rest out. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I just didn't know if it was going to be, it would stay in the fridge. And I, okay. yeah, I just wasn't thinking. I well, guess. then I was God, like, God, I fucking regret that. That caused so much trouble. Well, I was like, well, oh just get my some. God, I released a monster. 
I was like, we'll get some tomorrow. But t- tomorrow was Sunday, which was the last day of the fringe, right? And his brother was going to the store and we were like, get some refried beans, but they forgot. And then I was like, but the stores close early on Sundays. Everything closes early in Australia. Yeah. So... Because it's closer to... We were like having a fucking domestic over refried beans because I was like, you don't understand. Just I before you have to go on stage as well. I was like, I haven't eaten in nine days and this is the only thing I can eat. And I was like, And I, I was like, yeah, but Richie just did a one week fast so I can't be that bad. But then... I didn't say it. By choice. Yeah. By choice. Yeah. I like that you're like, can't be that bad. I, Richie's doing it by choice. I'm, a, I'm poor. I know, but I was just like, you're not going to die. That's I'm all I was thinking. I'm getting on a fucking bus. I know, but. Every day. I was trying to be optimistic. Carting myself in I was trying 45 to be optimistic. minutes and then performing stand-up comedy without having eaten any food and with open sores in my mouth. Do you know what it's like to do? I have to do that for a joke. With open sores. It was every time I did that. Like the first night when I was doing that joke when I didn't know what I had yet. And I did that. I, I had to. I was like, "You guys have no idea what that just felt like in my mouth." Like I felt like I was gonna pass out. It hurt. But the so audiences were very uh, understanding. Yeah, and because empathetic. I had scabs all over my face. You did. You your face looked like a fucking leprosy. So I guess they had no choice but to be like, they clapped. They clapped you. They they gave you a uh, an, an ovation after every show. I mean, I fucking deserved it. I'm not gonna lie. Like lesser comedians would would have canceled for you know they're like oh i only have this you know 10 people in the room i can't do it i like literally have shingles um in, in my mouth anyway it was like so that night i remember i finished the show and you were like i'm going to go out and we had found refried beans so we didn't get divorced and i i was like getting on the bus and i'm carrying a can of refried beans and i got scams all over my face and perth has a meth problem so everyone on the bus was just looking at me like i could feel the judgment they were like oh look at that youthful what throwing her life away cuz i look like a fucking meth head cuz i'd lost so much weight and I had scabs all over my face, and I'm just holding refried beans, which, like, in theory, would actually mean I'm not on meth because I'm, like, you know, hungry and I'm carrying food. But I'm sure meth users, a lot of tinned food. A I lot imagine. of tinned food. I, yeah, I, imagine. I, I think a lot of drug addicts and tinned am I Am I getting that from transporting? Is that just a No, I think tinned myth? food is I think okay. tinned food is good for, like, a, a junkie like, lifestyle. But it was like I needed a can opener, you know? Like, it's, it wasn't like a pop can. So, you know, you... you like, how do you open... Aha, uh-huh. stab with a knife. Yeah, which is probably why they were looking at me. They thought I was going to stab them, stab the can in front of them. It was um, a lot of judgment, um, but I was thrilled to have the beans. Do you know what I mean? There's something, I've never been happier to have something in my possession than those refried beans that evening. But then w- the, my first real meal was sushi because, um, you know, the, the fish is very soft, you know, like butter. Oh, my God. I... um. I wasn't even here. You know what I mean? I, I was like, I was in heaven when I got to eat that. That was one of my favorite meals ever. Big ups to my brother and his missus for taking... Sushi Hub. Yeah. Who knew? It's nice when uh, they look after their, 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 uh, their, poor, their poor relations. Poor sick relations. Poor sick artists. Yeah. It was, it, was a, it was a rough time. It was a pretty rough time. And just on the note also of that doctor not doing their job, they have a newborn baby who doesn't have, who hadn't had chicken pox yet. So if you don't know how shingles are formed, you have chicken pox as a kid and then they can come back as shingles as an adult. And if somebody's had chicken pox, you can't give them chicken pox through the shingles, but if they haven't, you can. So just saying, that doctor didn't do their due diligence. Um, oh. Eat ice cream and wait it out was uh, the medical advice I received for $80. I missed the baby. I was always killing with the baby, you know, sometimes. Oh, that's I've, what you think. I have no confidence in comedy sometimes because it doesn't go that well, but that baby always fucking spoiled. The baby the baby laughed out loud at me. The b- no, the baby, yeah, but also I was, the baby got my sense of humor because I was kind of working different angles with the baby. I, I, I knew what the baby's kind of comedic tastes were. I think the baby knows I'm funnier. I, I, no. I, we both, we both The baby was laughing at you because the baby knew you had some sort of disease and the baby was scared. And no. I think the baby uses laughter as a defense technique. I think technique. the baby can see that I have funny bones. Um, I think the baby was just, just shocked by you. And like it w- oh, that, this is rich coming from you. No, I, I, I'm, I was killing with the baby. I'm trying to bring, I'm trying to bring that same material here to Adelaide. Oh yeah, you using just pick people baby. up and toss them in the air. Yeah, and go. 
That's the, the fart noises. Yeah, see, you, you fart noises. That, peekaboo, peekaboo is a classic. It's just like it's just okay, classic. First of all, fart noises is basically the equivalent of a joke book joke for babies. So okay, try try again. I did uh, a whole thing with my hair in front of my face. Peekaboo, cousin it. Okay. Okay. Plus, you're I, just being an alternative comic for the baby. I was being classic baby stand up. I feel like it, to people listening, it might be alarming. Well, I guess I did explain they have a newborn baby, but they're like, nobody should have let these two people near Newborn baby. baby. The baby's about eight years old, really. Okay. Well, Size the ba- voice. The baby is, yeah. It's like the biggest. Five months old. The biggest baby. It is It is as big as our friend Darius's, like, nearly two-year-old baby. It's a big fucking it's baby. A big, it's a big baby. See, I don't know, though. You know, I'm not around so many babies, so it's like, I know people are like, this is a big baby, and I'm like... You know, I, I guess it still looks like a baby to me. I mean, I, I don't know, but I no, I, yeah. I my comparison is all other babies are tiny. I was like, what are you doing with your wimp ass tiny baby? Are you not feeding it? Yeah, our the, our baby eats your baby. It's yeah. not our baby, but we're our big fat milky baby will to. destroy your fucking baby. Yeah, like the King Kong of babies. No, it's on solid foods. I'd love to see the mess. Yeah, no, I uh, see. I didn't get to spend that much time with the baby because I was sick. Remember, she was sick. I had to keep telling myself though. I was like, would I rather be sick here or sick in london and the answer is 100 percent here I, I i just wish i had more time here what did you think of scarborough i loved it what did you love about it the beach the so sun real beach the beach the sun the the general vibe i mean you put it best you were like australians are english people in the sun oh yeah yeah i guess yeah well i um a lot of irish people in the sun in i People in Australia, this is my sweeping generalization, they work to live, not live to work. Like Everyone's rich, man. Like, like I'm sick of being poor. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of being poor. I'm sick of being poor. Um, no thanks to Perth Fringe. Anyway, you know, uh, we'll, we'll do it again next year. Maybe we'll actually record a podcast beforehand, you know. And for as bad I luck could really as I... I could record a podcast with you with shingles anyway, and you were like, Diseased for 10 days, basically. There's no way you're going to be able to do anything. Yeah. And I, I guess what we got here first, we had an Airbnb roommate who is a cop. No, wait, what? Okay, can I... What, you want to back up? <sighs> yeah, I do want to back up. Um, you didn't even say where here is. And do you remember the only thing I said? The only thing I said before this podcast started is, we should wait to talk about the place we're in until after we leave. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah, one but I'm just I'm just saying that one thing. Well, you didn't even qualify it. They're like, "Where is here? What do you mean? Like, they nobody knows where we are." People we, know. We've been talking about Perth for the last yeah, I know, twenty five minutes. But, but we at the at the beginning we talked that we were we said that we were in Adelaide. I believe. I believe. I I just I don't I d- did we? I believe we did. I well, said I said I said coming in live from Adelaide. I might have said that. I'm I don't think sure. you said you didn't? that. Oh well, maybe you weren't paying attention. I don't think you said that at all. Maybe you I got shingles in your fucking ears. Okay, I'll, I'll give you shingles. You could do. Yeah. Yeah, he's been scared of me. It's, it's, I, the, the scabs have been off my lips for a week, and I, he still d- won't come near me. No, I give, her, I, give, I, I give her an affectionate pat in the head. An affectionate pat. Uh, an affectionate like pat. Like an animal. Um, anyway, where were we uh, on the timeline? Well, should we do thank, you know... The oh, yeah, we should thank the sponsors. We should thank the sponsors. That hung in there. That hung in the there. Thing, they have hung in there. Um, because this one guy... We don't deserve you. I, you know what? I'm going to... I think we do, do Okay, we deserve do deserve them. you. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to... I feel like we do deserve them. I don't want to put us down. We could give more. But we're not undeserving... Yeah. Of of the the few people who support us. Yeah, we're emotional wrecks and we're financially distraught. Destitute. So yes. Yeah, we're destitute and uh, are we destitute? Why does this seem technologically to be a theme? we're retarded? So yeah, there's a few there's a few things fact. going on. Um, Social media ways we're absolute. We spaz. should be on welfare for not for being dumb. <laughs> I mean, I'm not dumb. You're not dumb, but we're we're not. You know what it is? We're just not optimists. I'm an optimist. You're an optimist. No, we're just we're just not good at the stuff, you know, that everyone else is good. Like we're artists. Do you know what I mean? Like we're we're good at the like, okay, I can like I can be funny, I can make people laugh, but I don't know how to run a business. Mm-mm. Anyway, uh, yeah. whatever. On that on that note, we should thank our sponsors. 
Chicken House. Chicken House. Chicken House. Oh, I want to talk about rocks because I know Chicken House will appreciate it. So anyway. Uh, Mark is, I get retired as Don and now it's Mark is a... Goddamn hero. Goddamn hero. Yeah. I don't like, I, I, I do like... I'm, You're going to have to say I it. can't take a compliment. Yeah, I know. So I hope this Thank name you. stays the same Thank for a while. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Because you really can't take a compliment. And I really appreciate it. Obviously, Shane and Bev, uh, thanks for hanging in there. Let's see, I'll see you in Ireland at some point. Kev. It might be Kev. Or Domo. <laughs> Just say both of them, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. And I think that's it. Is that it? No. no. And Ben, obviously. Oh, yes, yeah. Cheers, uh, Ben. I'll talk to you when I get back. Thank you. Um, but the I mean, Ben did a podcast together and I fucking corrupted the foil. So that was what I was working on. That's why I kind of lost the um, passion for podcasting. We recorded a podcast. I tried to edit it. I corrupted the foil. I fucked up the card. And then I was like, I can't. I just can't fail. When someone mentioned a podcast, I get a disgusting pain in my stomach. Oh, wow. So you're, it's, that's how I feel about stand-up comedy. Yeah. So. so Okay, now we're back in. We're back in. We're, we're creating momentum again. Well, Mark is a goddamn hero. Sent a, a very earnest message to us saying that we shouldn't stop doing this. And then what was funny about that, we didn't do it for two months. But it's yeah, because... Yeah, but we're, I was close to quitting after that last fucking technical... Well, and, you know, we had to get ready to come here to fail. No, it hasn't been... Look, I, to be fair, y- it's all about putting things into perspective. We're not, right? fa- we're not failing the way people around us are failing. Yes. Financial-wise. Yes. Like, it's not, it's not going great... But we're not we're not investing fifteen grand into something that's flopping. Yeah, like which is seven grand, fifteen grand. Like like makes we, me feel better. Uh, we did it. We I mean, because you have this is the thing. You have to invest something. Like that's that's part of the deal. You have to for every show you do. You're so paid. like we have four shows here. You have to pay a registration. You have to pay for the room. Right. That's that's your bare minimum. You have to pay for that unless you find a room that doesn't charge you. But yeah, that that's it. Then in theory, you have to get posters and flyers. Now, we had never. I have been to Adelaide Fringe before, but I don't remember what happened because it was in 2020, and I couldn't remember if people were flyering or whatever. So we took the risk of not getting posters and not getting flyers. And guess what? Best decision I ever fucking made. We made, and we made it while I was in shingle uh, in Shingle Land because you were going to have to send the posters to the print company, and you, you know, what would have been printed was like a picture of your dick. It I'm not have able. Been the fucking poster. I'm just not able. And then I just went and figured out how to do my own flares, which yes, basic, childlike mistakes, not even the same size, but they were free because they have a little office where you can do stuff for free. That is something that the Adelaide Fringe has that Perth did not. They have a little office where you can do stuff for free, including laminating, which I see that you just opted not to do as well. Um, I'm, I'm taking the environmental route. So I, I, I like hanging out. I was in there for hours making these basic... Uh, hours. Yeah, hours. Yeah. Me so and then everyone else in there is an um, uh, Aboriginal person. So I think it's a half an Aboriginal like help center and half a help center for me. It's well, not nice. Yeah, that's it's nice not they nice. did that for you. There's always someone to lean on. Yeah. I like it. I mean, they figured lean if... Lean on me if when, when you're not good at computers. Yeah. Well, I guess they figured if they're not going to help you sell tickets, they'll at least let you sit there hours trying to learn how to use a computer. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting, yeah. Com- I'm getting computer lessons. So, yeah. Um, I found out... This is also funny here. Um, this is this drama that, you know, is not surprising or whatever. But, like, did you see the thing that I guess, like in Adelaide in particular. And, but look, this is a tale as old as time. Like, I love the idea that like, oh, nobody pays for reviews in Edinburgh. It's like, if you've paid a PR person, as far as I'm concerned, you're paying for fucking reviews. Um, but like, yeah, this big scandal out here is that all these publications are taking money from artists to come review their show. It's a good, that's a good hustle. That's a great, cr- right, yeah. The it's most a crazy desperate hustle. whores in the world. No, I mean, I feel bad. Look, I, I'm not even, I feel bad for people. I, I mean, I do and I don't. I feel bad because it's like, here's the thing. We're not getting reviewed and I don't give a fuck because what do these reviewers do for the rest of the year? I mean, they, I, I don't know. They certainly don't review comedy. And even though the one guy, uh, Chortle, who does, wh- why is he the guy? Like, wh- why is his opinion? What? Like, you, you, I, as anyone who's become a booker or a reviewer, as far as I'm concerned, is a failed artist. Sorry. Um, what unless you're making money though? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't mean like failed financially. Like they're doing better financially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but in terms of like a creative. But anyway, yeah. So people are pissed off. Um, and it's, it's, it's. 
I, you know, it's sad. It's funny. Whatever. If we make it out of here without uh, losing all the money we put in, that that's where we're at. We're at a point where uh, we're at a breaking even point, I believe. Yeah, you're right. Are we right in that breaking even point? Yeah, it's because um, today I I got a hustle today, and hustle for me means uh, not make eye contact, walk into a place, and drop a lot of flyers. All all of them individual bespoke uh, writing all over them. And hopefully someone will pick them up, have a have a laugh off it, and come to my show, and um, probably do some spots or something. Well, that's the thing. You sort of you sort of wish that, like, I, I guess what these fringes were supposed to be about, right, is being celebrated for being different, being an artist, being like creative or whatever. And yeah, okay, these flyers that you've made, they're insane. But they're different than but everyone they're completely else. Because everyone different. else is just someone wearing wearing lipstick. Yeah, well, or something. it's somebody who had a fucking photo shoot and took a zany photo, and that's myself included. Me in a leotard. Yeah. Me feeling le- leotarded. Yeah. Okay. And and so you know, to be honest, like if I was like a fringe goer, which I'm not, I uh, you know, but let's pretend I was, and I saw these flyers, I'd pick this up and be like, "This is fucking weird." I'm going to this. And then, to be honest, I'd be disappointed because it's just a lineup show. But you're funny. No, I'm going to get some I have, I have some good acts. I'm only going to put it on like one or two acts. It's going to be grand. Yeah. Um, I mean, they can't be, they're probably not going to get paid unless a, a miracle happens. I, oh, I, I can't I mean, pay them. Yeah. But that's what you have friends for. That's what you have good old friends. Uh, fucking big up to uh, Alessio Carducci for uh, pitching in and doing some time on my first show. Well, I also want to, I might as well throw this other thank you out there. Like, you know, I'm okay. The problem is for as long as we do stand up comedy, there will always be something to bitch about. That's it. Like, and that's part of where, you know, the acceptance should come in. Because it's like, the more you accept it, the freer you are and the more at peace you can be with the way it all is. Um, And again, you know, every, it depends on the day. But um the thing that's so interesting about comics, you know, is like they'll they'll eat their own young to like get somewhere. They'll eat each other. And so it's pretty rare that you find somebody that's like selflessly nice. And uh, I have met one comic here who has been that way. And so I might as well shout out to him and shout out to his show because, you know, um, his name's Mark Ryan and he does a show about like, you know, as an adult man having like thoughts of suicide ideation based on a a bunch of abuse that he, you know, suffered from as a kid, which uh, from, I, you know, I don't want to ruin his show, but from a little bit that he described, you know, sounds pretty fucking hardcore, you know, and he likes what he does is he, he goes around because he wants to, um, you know, make people who have, might have those types of experiences or those thoughts, you know, like, feel better which in in theory is like what i've been sort of trying to transition into like hoping to do not just like oh here's the stupid joke about like you know the guy i sucked off what you know and rather like something slightly more meaningful that's not just like oh if i can get the crowd to laugh at me about my new tinder joke then i feel better you know so anyway he like all i did was have like a really honest conversation with him i think the first time we met just like very brief And, you know, I was like, yeah, I don't know. This is going to be what it's going to be. And he has tried his best to introduce me to people who, you know, nothing's come of it, but that has nothing to do with him. That has to do with the fact, like, bookers will love to ignore anyone until they're, you know, deemed important enough. And I've seen what's happening at this festival, and I know I'm funny enough to be booked, but it doesn't fucking matter. But he has done his best to introduce me. He's having me open his show at the same venue where it's earlier so he has more people to help promote my show and he's done that all selflessly you know what I mean because he's like the night you know he's he believes like you know trying to make this like better because you know everyone can eat then so um if you get a chance to see him wherever he goes uh his name is the beautiful bogan mark ryan like 100 percent Good person, give him your fucking money if you're not going to give me your money to see my show. So very good, yeah, very, well, very uh, uh, humble of you. Humble that, that's of not me. Word, what, you, what, you, what you don't think I'm a humble person? You are a humble person. Thank ah, you. Ah, stop shouting. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean it's true. Like you, I think you should, because I'll put it this way. Like, and again, I'm not going to name further names, but like he he tried to make an introduction for me to somebody who someone I actually know and work with regularly, um, like 
I'll put it this way, could have made the same intro and didn't. Probably if I had to assume why, because they would be concerned that if they made the intro, that's potentially less spots for them, you know, because everybody's trying to get theirs at this festival. And I get it because you have to find the empathy because you're like, some people have invested an insane amount of money. So everything is operating under a place of absolute terror of how am I going to get this money back when everybody thought they were going to make money. So it's like, you can't even hold a grudge, but this man like selflessly was like, I, he, I think he, he hadn't even seen me perform, but I think, you know, you can tell if people like whatever, he was just like, I'm going to intro you like, you know, like you might, you should get some spots, you know, have a chance to promote yourself. But meanwhile, someone I know personally wouldn't do that, you know, didn't do that. Wasn't ever going to do it. Um, a lot of rats in a bucket, man. A lot of rats in the bucket. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, just, you know. One of the, as they say, one of the good ones. So one the definitely good ones. check check him out if you know he's in a town near you. Uh, but that's Mark with a C. <coughs> Mark with so, a C. Mark Ryan. But uh, you know, on the point of going and seeing Marks, if you are in Adelaide, for the love of God, please go to Mark O'Keefe's show because uh, that's the show losing us the most money. <laughs> it's it's just that uh, people just don't know yet. I put it on Reddit. I put my flair on Reddit. Your name Reddit. is bad. The it's name bad. is bad. Uh, there's no posters. The venue's out of the way. It's in a hotel. It's in. It's in a haunted house. It's in a. It's in a wedding venue, hotel, and it's a, a show called Crack House. So. Yeah. Well, and an, a literal crackhead. Well, no, I guess they weren't really. What are you trying to do? I'm. I'm trying to see how much time. Forty-five. Why does it feel like I've been here for two days? Because you really um. You really had a lot to vent today, which is good. That's what that's what our, our listeners. Well, I didn't hate, well like. you know, that's like two months worth of fucking. Like, what else happened? I'm sure something happened. I remember there was something that happened in London that I wanted to talk about, but we never, we never got there. Oh, but I do want to say, mm-hmm. I went to this rock shop here. Okay. I wouldn't do a few rock shops. Let's be honest. This is the only, and you're like, maybe the reason you're losing money is because you're spending it on rocks. But I've never regret regretted a rock I bought unless. Unless, but then I've tried to find a way to not regret it. The only way I've not regretted a rock I bought is if I buy the rock and it's advertised as one thing. Are you concerned about our fucking, the weight of our luggage? Because rocks are dense and heavy. They're actually one of the most densest, heaviest things you can have as a souvenir, just fucking rocks. Yeah. Well, I'm just kind of concerned that every rock weighs, you know, yes. A couple grams. Yeah. I know a couple of grams. They all add up to kgs, don't they? Yeah, well, you know, I, I've carried it's them more in than my bag. A couple backpack. of grams, a stone like that is oh, probably you know 150 what? You, grams, you, you 200 grams. You just touched my stones. Those ones were were an, uh, oh, are you cleansing. Doing, are you doing some fucking rock healing? Sorry, you fucking unbelievable. Um, <laughs> I um, no, I'm not concerned because I feel like the rocks will protect me <laughs> from the airport security. Okay, no, but I went to this rock shop here. I think it's called like nature's magic. I don't even know what it's called, but it's like, it's basically like there's rocks in trays piled everywhere. It's like, you know, uh, uh, the, the hoarder of rocks. And I, um, this is for like one of our patron subscribers basically alone, but, um, they had a bunch of Shiva lingams there. I'm just gonna let you know different sizes. You don't have to know what I'm talking about, but, um, our patron will, but one of the, okay, I've got some good stuff. So the, uh, like I was saying, the only time I regret a rock I buy is if it's advertised as one thing and then I get it home and I spend all this time like looking at it and holding it, whatever, and then I learn it's something else. But can't fault people. But anyway, um, this rock that I got, it's an anhydro agate. Now, sometimes people pronounce it agate. I, I don't, and that's how it's spelled, but I think it's agate. Um, but an anhydro agate means like so it's an agate but inside of it is trapped water you probably can't hear it but if you shake it you can hear it like clicking around in there and if you shine a light you can like see the water water's been there how long did the person in this source say? like hundreds of thousands of years just fucking use a syringe to inject it in how are you going to suggest inject water into this rock you drill a little hole you inject water and then you fill the hole in with some sort of um resin I like that you, you can't use a computer, but you've come up with this idea. I don't think, like, look, I'm sure people do that, but, like... Not this one. Well, they had a bunch of them. Okay, well, let's... I'd anyway, it's a real fucking thing. And, like, yeah. this dude, this it's dude magic. wasn't we, in the we, business. I, he had all sorts of shit around, like, this dude wasn't in the business of... Fuck you, man. Don't fucking ruin the one thing that's made me happy, aside from the beach this whole time. It's 
a really nice rock. I like it. Anyway, it's a fucking rock filled with water that's hundreds of thousands of years. And yeah, and when you when you shine a light through, you can see the water moving around and shit. Pretty dope rock, I'm just going to say. Um, worth worth it. Worth all the loss, you know? What if I told you I spent what we spent getting into this festival on this rock? I just pretend I didn't hear it, you know what I mean? I just go into denial. You can go into deep levels of denial. All right. I think we're done here. Are we done? It's, it's, a, good, it's a good rock. Are you sure? Do you want to just do one more promotion of whatever you got left, just in case someone who's listening knows someone who's in Adelaide? I mean, I thought we did it all at the top. Yeah, but I can't even remember what you said. Well, you don't what need you got to remember. Today? You're what not the one that needs to come to the shows. What you got today? Filthy Funny Females. Ass. Six o'clock six. at Ayer's house. Then you have to do Bumble Me Tinders. Yeah, but I'm not promoting that because it's selling just fine. We're not going to promote and, that. And, uh, you know, it's And funny. straight after that, you got Ooh Girl, You Nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have Ooh Girl, You Nasty. You got to run from one of those to the other one, yeah? Oh, yeah. Ugh. See, that's the other thing. I just, I, this, is, this is the last thing I'll say. You know, like, uh, there's a bunch of comics who are like, oh, I'm, I'm doing like 25 shows today. And it's like, I used to be like that. I did. I did. Right when I started, I was like, I have 25 shows today. You know, because I think you should. You should be like that. But like, God, even my day-to-day, it's like too much. It's too much. Um... So yeah, I'm I'm doing the six o'clock. I'm emceeing Filthy Funny Females at six o'clock at Ayer's house. I'm gonna open for Mark Ryan because he's kind and he's letting me promote myself to his audience at seven. Then I'm gonna emcee Bumble Me Tinders. Then I'm gonna do my hour. And as far as I'm concerned, too much. But you know, whatever. This is what this is part of the job. Speaking of, we're going back to Edinburgh because you know I'm a glutton for punishment. So we'll be able to promote those shows later hopefully maybe and we're going to be in brighton okay yeah so we got shit going on it's crazy yeah it's crazy and we're going to um should we tell them where we're going next week we should we should we just no i think we should we should wait till we're there and then just make it a surprise and then podcast from there that might be that might be a, a, a really good location to podcast from it'd be nice you know the background noise and shit yep yeah Fucking I don't think I'm gonna get to go back to the rock shop today. Who made you in a cult? You can go. We'll we'll, we'll wrap this up now. And you can go to your fucking. Uh, you can get your hit. I gotta do yoga and stuff. Yeah, we'll fucking get on it. All right. Well, thank you again for the continued support. Thanks for the continued support from the people who support us. You are absolute. You really people. are because it, it's you know, that yeah. time of year where they're gonna charge us again to keep hosting the podcast. So. Thank you for your contribution. Your contributions. Yeah. Are We're going to try to be better. We're going to be better. I'm going to be better. I, I did get shingles of the mouth, though. She got was, diseased. Yeah. She was a diseased woman. And so. I, I, I should have done it myself, but I, 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 there was a baby. I should have done a podcast with the baby. I just had the baby gurgling in one fucking microphone, and I could have just been gurgling back in the other microphone. Yeah. Okay. Gurgle. Gurgle. Goo goo gaga. Okay, we gotta get, we gotta, we gotta. How long are we? This is like trying to get my mom off the phone. All right, all right. Um, uh, thanks, everyone. Thanks. Uh, good day, good night, God bless. Cheers. God Cheers, bless. folks. Jesus. No way. <laughs>